Okay, what's up? What's oh next? Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, Amber, you do a hi, hi, hello, and you welcome our brandy, brandy, new, 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 new. Ooh, new, 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 new. New, new, no, new, new. No, you keep saying it's the same. You can't brandy it's new, the same, new, but new, but more better. <laughs> That's right. Technically, it's the same, and technically, it's new, so... Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to a b- all that. Welcome and to a the bag of chips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Raw, real. Oh my gosh, I took too much. Sorry. Okay, where are you putting all of that? In my hands. That's like, like $3 worth. I know. I'm sorry. We're all obsessed God. with a slav. Okay, slav. 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 I don't think you say solve. I think you say sav. Hand sav. Really? Hand solve? I don't know. I thought it was solve. Slav. It's spelled solve. S A L V E. All right, we're going to ask our listeners. Well, if is you it support sav? us on Patreon, we can keep buying this so our hands don't freeze to death in the main winters. I don't think it's keeping your hands warm. Okay, but rabbit it keeps trail. It from on dry. track, okay, on track. Yes, Welcome. Nerd. Welcome, yes, everyone. Ouch. Today is our first episode of our new podcast. Oh, and my phone started making noise when I was looking up definitions. Okay, we're going to do this again. Okay. Hi. This is the day of doing things again. Are we starting fresh right now for real? Like that whole last. <laughs> Please say yes. You don't want salve in there? <laughs> well, I always like having a few things to deep cut and then save as little sound bites, but okay. I do think we need to. Okay. okay. Why? What do you want me to do? Welcome. Well, okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> I just did it. Welcome to our newly named, but still the same Ooh, podcast. Raw, real, and redeemed. Which one of us is raw? Which one of us is real? Which one of us is redeemed? That's what we're going to do today. <laughs> I know. But let's just say, let's just guess first. Oh, I'm so raw. You are raw. I'm real. Definitely. Oh, you're real. You're real. We're all three, all things sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I'm probably, you are definitely the least redeemed. <gasps> Rachel! <laughs> I was pointing at Amber. <laughs> In saying that, it made her be the least redeemed. Yeah, I think that four oh, fingers pointing, pointing back, back at, at her. her. Yeah. <laughs> I had, oh, when yes. you pointed Amber. Oh, three fingers. Three. I guess and thumbs up. Thumb. You're right. Okay. Anyway, hurtful much. <laughs> <laughs> We're go- I, I had to do. I had to do something to get us to be really raw and real. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> hurt be your really feelings. raw and real on your face in right. a minute. <laughs> Uh, the redemption comes in. Oh, Lord. Even so come. Amy's going to just start kidding. yelling Bible verses so I don't beat up Rachel. Uh, I'm totally kidding, by the way. I just. I know I you just, are, yeah. but I'm still mad at you. Okay. 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 So today we're going to jump into Raw, Real, and Redeemed. I'm going to give you the definitions, and then we're just going to go around and talk about those words and with the, how they resonate with us and how they resonate with you, our audience, and how we're hoping that this new season will we're speaking into the new season we'll come much. with much decorum and ladylikeness and from I'm just me <laughs> not from the rest of you fools all right let's start with raw uncooked <laughs> <laughs> definition number one yes our yes brains. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh these are these are have you not just, read them yet well it's just the definition so it's real it's, it's in real time okay real time she's so in real time. definition number is uncooked a food um <laughs> a material of substance in its natural state not yet processed or purified i feel Ooh. that one deeply <laughs> of information not analyzed evaluated or processed for use i also feel like that's us many ev- of our podcasts yes very much so many of our podcasts <laughs> i'm still on uncooked <laughs> Oh, get ready for this one. It's for the meat grows. I said that to Peter in the car last night, and he looked at me and he goes, 
what? And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You don't know that that's funny. Okay. <laughs> a part of the body, red and painful, especially <laughs> as a result of skin abrasion. Hence, the After s- Amber beating on Rachel for being mean to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just losing it. I love this it. This is what we're going for. Yep. <laughs> okay. The third... Of an emotional or quality strong, okay, now we're and there. undisguised. Ooh, strong and okay. That's us. That's us. Strong and undisguised. There's no mustaches. <laughs> well, I mean, there might be, but we're trying to get rid of those. <laughs> that was like four definitions of uncooked meat that was raw and red. No, mm-hmm. there With was the also abrasions, <laughs> and there's all un not analyzed, evaluated, or processed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, frank and realistic mm-hmm. in the depiction of unpleasant facts or situations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yep. A raw, uncompri- uncompromising portrait. Ooh, yep. that's, that's good. Yeah, good. Informal, coarse or crude, typically. Oh, I'm going to stop right there. Uh, of weather, raw weather is bleak, cold, and damp. Why did you have to stop there? I'll show it you later because I, I don't know. She's she censored. Censored. She's censored. I'm censoring it. Censoring it? Rachel's like, what does that word mean? <laughs> I want to see the here. Just here. I'll deep cut it if it's really bad. What it are we talking about? Un- I, look naked it, look or? It. Yes. But look, because see, these are always <clears throat> raw is used. So it's used as okay. for food, a material or substance of information, a part of the body, of emotional, emotion or quality. Um, and then there was informal mm-hmm. so raw and then informal use of language coarse or crude typically in relation to sexual matters mm. you know like I got you. raw lyrics and rock music okay mm. like mm-hmm. it's an informal crass. use crass mm-hmm. yes whether which we don't person, want to be that right that's why i censored <laughs> the edge of the piece of which is like a, noted yeah noted <laughs> So anyway, I think the probably the frank, realistic. <clears throat> strong and uncompromised. I like that one. Stra- yes. Strong and uncompromised. Or undisguised. Undisguised. Yeah, I like that. Yes. So that's raw. Okay. I feel okay. that. Whew. That was a doozy. Let's go and do the first word there. <laughs> and I'm the introduction. <laughs> okay, that was so, good. That was so good. raw. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got rid of it, so I hope you don't want me to read Are it. Are we discussing each word individually? Would or you, you gonna... like to? You tell me. Know. I don't want to be the boss of the yeah, stream. Yeah, I think we, yeah. I feel, okay, my brain so might raw. not remember if we. Okay, so raw. <laughs> I just can't get over uncooked, but oh, I'm going to try to move past it. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. Like if I picture. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> if I picture myself, it's like a. Floppy? A floppy, uncooked piece of chicken. Mm. Oh, there you go. Okay. But I also loved. The uncompromised, was it an uncompromised portrait or a, a... Yeah, like a portrait of a person. Raw, like a raw portrait, like uncompromised, undisguised. Undisguised portrait. Mm. I like that. Or they don't try to like zhuzh it up. It's just like, There's it no is what it is. There's no this. zhuzhing. Yeah. Yeah. I like Which that. I would say you are the most, like you don't wear makeup and you, you nope. love, you, you like, you're like, I just, I, I'm, I am what I am. You, take it what you, you know, whatever. And yet she dresses super classier than both of us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, yes, but that's just my style. I don't, that's not, I just dress. It's not vanity or not vanity. For me, I'm vain and I do not want to leave the house. I don't yeah. even want to leave my second floor without putting on a little bit of makeup. 
Yeah, I was in New York City and I didn't even have the compulsion to put makeup on. I brought it like, oh, I'm going to go out with my... I just, it's just... Did you dress up and go anywhere? Yeah, yeah. And I had fun. Like, I don't, like, dressing my body, I don't mind at all. Like, I have a definite style and I mm-hmm. embrace it and I'm comfortable in it. I didn't, I don't feel uncomfortable in New York at all when it comes to fashion. I'm, mm-hmm. but... Putting, like, I think because I don't know how to do it well, like, I've never, like, I only know how to do stage makeup. Mm. So for me. Which is over the top, right? Which is Mm. super over the top. Mm -hmm. And I think also I, dressing is a part of my personality, like how I dress. I Mm -hmm. take a lot of pride in how I Mm. look. But mm, when it comes to, like, my face and my body, it's almost like. I'm trying so hard to be the polar opposite of um, my mother who over overdoes everything. So it's almost like – and then I have Peter's mother who has grown old so gracefully mm-hmm. that I just I'm, – I'm picking <clears throat> the latter. Mm-hmm. It's just a – it's actually a choice. I'm just like, ah. Hmm. In all honesty time, like I don't – Yeah. Like, I'm sure, and people have been like, oh, you could do a five-minute face. And I was like, uh, or I could sit for five minutes. Like, I don't... The five-minute face. I don't even spend that much time. Yeah. I need to be able to – I just have a little, again, my little smudge stick. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> so I was like, that's really all I need, but yeah, I feel like dead if I don't put some color on my face. If I don't put color on my face, all my people think I'm sick. <laughs> you look a little weathered today, man. A little weathered. Especially now, I, I, I had some pre-cancer growing on my face. Which I got zapped, and now I was like, I don't think I'm going to go in a tanning booth anymore. Yes, that not. feels like not good for mm-hmm. me, and so I'm going to get really pale, which I don't love. Because <clears throat> then when I start putting makeup on, I feel like I look like I came from the, like the, the Shakespearean days. Yeah, yeah. You could do that lotion. That my my hairdresser always has a perpetual tan, and hers is just like the cream, like the the. She doesn't look orange. No, she looks totally normal. Okay. So I think there's style. There's different. Yeah, yeah I think that's what it is for me. I'm uninformed. Uninformed. So I, mm-hmm. About it. So, yes, I'm raw. Raw. Mm-hmm. Back to raw. Bring it Back in. Back to raw. Did you see how I'm raining that in for you? That was really good. I appreciate Thanks. that. Yeah. <laughs> so raw. You ready yep. for me to move? To, so we're all raw. What was your favorite part of raw? Did you Are we talking that? about our style? Like we all went no, on to our you style. Got, she brought up raw because I don't wear makeup. Okay. Which yeah. I guess that makes me uncooked. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The uncooked piece of chicken. I think it's just whatever we're feeling right now. Let's just yeah. go with that. The the definition that I love of raw that I didn't see that you read, but maybe it falls more under real. As I love the I love the word vulnerable, and I love the word that's maybe that's both of those things. Just like this is who I am with no pretense, right? But maybe that falls under real too. I, I think don't know. it does. Like I think raw means. Like the part of raw that I kind of embrace in this podcast is that it isn't We're not covering up anything. anything. Mm-hmm. It's well, they said it like an unfinished hem. You know, like when yes. you stitch something and it's unfinished. Like I like we're that. not trying unfinished. to. I like that. We're not that. trying to like add any one, veneer. I, I think I. I don't think I think I skipped it because yeah, I saw it in my one. brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like unfit. Like like we're not we're not putting any veneer on this. Mm-hmm. And we're not trying to um, make anybody comfortable or uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not my – I Take it as it is for what you will. Yes. We so let me read this Brene Brown because you know I love me some Brene. Sister Brene. I loved 
I love an unfinished hem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are That's an good. unfinished hem. Mm-hmm. So, and an unfinished hen, like an old hen. <laughs> I am an old hen. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to own, we're, so Brene Brown put up this quote that resonated with me after my last couple of weeks. I now see that owning our story and loving ourselves through that process is the bravest thing that we will ever do. So owning, we're owning Mm -hmm. our own story. Mm -hmm. And in that owning, it might make some people comfortable and safe with us because they, it resonates with us. Sometimes our story makes other people very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so that's the unfinished rawness. Mm -hmm. We're not going to tailor our story to make anyone comfortable or uncomfortable. Like, that's not, we're here to speak our, we're owning our own story, we're being brave, mm-hmm. and our truth, in our truth is God's truth. Regardless of the outcome. Regardless. Mm-hmm. So right. it's unfinished. Regardless yeah, of how good. it lands. Yeah. If yes. it lands on you hard and you choose not to listen, peace release. And mm-hmm. if it lands on you and it blesses you and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this, then that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, Praise we can't really, mm-hmm. it's true that we can't control it. And we've already had reactions like that where it's For like, reals we have, you know, some people are like, you guys talk about God a lot. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't know how not to. We, right. <laughs> so real. Let's okay. go to the next one. Real. Mm-hmm. It's an adjective. Uh, actually existing as a thing or occurring in fact, not imagined or supposed. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Julius Caesar was a real person. Yeah. Okay. Um, used to emphasize the significance or seriousness of a situation or circumstance. There's real danger mm. in civil war. Uh, relating to something as it is, not merely as it may be described or distinguished. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Not imitation or artificial, mm, genuine, like genuine, genuine, true or actual. Um, a, um, complete. That's true. Real, complete, utter. The tour turned out to be a real disaster. Complete. <laughs> it's another informal way of saying the word utter. Uh, utter disaster. That could also be us. Um, adjusted for <laughs> changes for and sure. the value of money. So that's boring. Okay. Uh, I'm not so even going to talk boring. about mathematics or optics. Um, yeah. So anyway, so there's lots of different words for real. But I think the one that really resonates with us is significance, uh, seriousness of a situation or circumstance, actual existing what was the word you said earlier that I said I liked that I totally just forgot? Vulnerable? No, you read it. Um, I can look at your phone. Emphasize. Significant. Uh, actually. It was one word, like a two-syllable word, as I recall. Genuine. Genuine. That's my favorite word so far, for real. Mm-hmm. My favorite Genuine. Syn- synonym. Yes. Genuine. I feel like that's always a challenge, like to be genuine, because at least for myself – well, it's getting easier as I get older, for sure. I don't feel like that's hard for you. I feel like you are, you're not afraid to say, this is what I struggle with. Mm-hmm. This is. Mm-hmm. I think there's always a little bit of, an, of a story happening in my mind that I'm doing a little bit of one second ahead editing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where we probably all do that. 
Right. And, and that's probably we good. We should. Could we should. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's we shouldn't be saying that's all That's wisdom. This. That is true. That's, that's growth with maturity. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think we should all do that more. <laughs> that's, yeah. So that's not a bad thing, right? It's like no. I think of- genuine is another s- synopsis or simile to vulnerable. Mm-hmm. To be real, to be genuine, to be vulnerable. I think to show our real selves, there's an, you can't be real without being vulnerable. I think one, mm-hmm. it, they're interchangeable. You know, if you're not, you, yeah. It, then there's pretense. And the opposite of pretense is reality, I guess, in my mind. Mm-hmm. When I think of something being real. Yeah, that's good. It's genuine. It's concrete. It's... And the goal of this podcast is that we have no pretense. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can edit and buffer and filter, but Be still kind. but still have no pretense. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. we are f- flawed human beings. And so we're... Just because we think it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. Right. I think always taking our rawness and our realness and and lining it up with scripture and and ultimate truth is a beautiful thing to hold ourselves accountable hold each other accountable but i also think that that's something that a lot of ch- the church doesn't do they they do kind of like to live a little bit in pretense they like to Instagram, you know, the lobby talk, those kinds of things. There's this lack of vulnerability. So finding that balance of being kind and honest and raw and real and balancing that with truth and... Yeah, I would say true vulnerability. I think sometimes we pretend to be vulnerable, but like what's really Mm. bothering us... Well, like we always talk about a lot about our 2%. A lot right. of it shouldn't even go anywhere right. except our 2%. But right. at the same time, if you're doing something like this, where you're trying to bless like a lot of people with a truth or a vulnerability, you've got to take the walls down. You've got to just be like, this is really wrecking me. It's really hard. It's, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what – admitting that you don't know what to do, admitting right. that you're struggling with something that – like your faith. I mean, struggling with your faith, struggling with your fa- – loving a family member, struggling with – um, addictions of any kind. It could mm-hmm. even be just laziness or food or it doesn't have to be like something crazy like pornography or drugs. It could mm-hmm. be just like genu- genuine, or I mean general like, you know, I, I'm not working a lot and I, I'm, I'm struggling to like get up and have a day, mm-hmm, you know. Right. Um, I think being honest about just all the things is our goal and right. and to be continuing to be that the rawness the realness and then to speak into the redemption that god offers yes when we fall down and when we're struggling when we don't have everything all together when we don't know what to do what we're doing and when we're scared about the future like all the things i think to speak into the the church a little bit too because well I was a full-time church staff member for 20 years, not full-time, but some sort of whatever. Like we are the church. Right. And so we have to just in defense of the church, like we, we or or people looking on at the church, like people are such hypocrites, whatever. It is true because it's made up of people. Right. (laughs) And we have to, we have to intentionally take that step to be like, 
the church lobby conversation, we have to start that conversation right. of like, actually, whew, it was a wicked hard week yeah. rather than just like, good, how are you? You know what I mean? It's a beautiful day, whatever. Like, And like mm-hmm. you said, there's sometimes when you do just say it's a beautiful day to somebody if you don't mm-hmm. know them. But there's mm-hmm. that, that dance, I guess, that balance of. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I think yeah. that that. I also think that how we portray right, for sure. what Christianity looks like in its reality is two different things. Like the church is made up of broken people who are dependent upon God right. and who are trying to remake and reshape their lives to his glory. And that's a process mm-hmm. and it's not a quick fix. No. Mm-hmm. No. And so I think sometimes we – Give you know, pat answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We or we or we don't we aren't honest even with our two percent. And I agree. I do not think you need to be it's actually dangerous to be vulnerable with every single person. You're you're not supposed to splay yourself out like that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a two percent, then you are not gonna grow. That's just gonna, as dangerous. That huh? is I think more dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know, that shows a um yeah, you might have to be real with a few people to find a two percenter. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And then the feedback you get, or the non-feedback, might reveal <laughs> or that the kind of feedback, <coughs> right? Yeah. Or yeah. the non-accept, where someone's like, "Eh, <laughs> you know that. you're a little too much for me." Yeah, <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you don't have that, um, being vulnerable with you know, going to finding a group, finding a small group of some kind, finding a support group of some kind reaching out to a few people and then maybe you will find a two percenter mm-hmm. <coughs> that is really that really resonates with you and understands you and yeah I think that a lot like Peter and I when we were in New York City we went to church in New York which was really fun for me mm-hmm. and when we were there when we were walking back to our hotel to head home we were kind of talking about how good it is for us um, and we were kind of challenging each other that even when we're on vacation, even at Moosehead, even wherever, we should try to find a church to go to. Because I think it's important for us to see that Christians look and see and are different all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I think we can become so myopic in how th- we think it should be. And we, and so we were at this church in, in downtown Manhattan, mm-hmm. and it was awesome they were speaking god's truth they were it was definitely a bible believing church the audience looked like the people sitting looked vastly different than maine mm-hmm. all over they did the lord's supper the way they did it their liturgy was a little bit different and it was so big and i've always gone to smaller churches mm-hmm. like and so for me it was really interesting about your ownership also in your faith. So like mm-hmm. finding your 2%, like it would very easily, it would be very easy for me to be a ghost mm-hmm. as a Christian yes. in New York City. Like mm-hmm. I was seeing that and me, that's what me and Peter were talking about. Like you have to put in work to grow your faith yeah. in New York City. And Peter's an elder at our tiny little church. Our church is like maybe 100 people. Um, it's definitely a community church. So like Peter has, and as an elder, he has his eyes on a lot of, quote unquote, the flock, right? Like mm-hmm. so he can, no, he notices if yeah. someone's not coming often. And so he can reach out and say, hey, I noticed you haven't been. Are you okay? Is everything okay? The pastors, they could be 100 pastors on staff mm-hmm. at, at Redeemer, which was the church we went to in, in Manhattan. 
And you would never be able, like how mm-hmm. you, so there's also that, like you have to take ownership mm-hmm. over your life and over your faith and you have to press in as much as you want to receive. And I think that's mm-hmm. sometimes another part, like it is, the church is a hospital. We're all broken and we all need to be fixed, but you have to participate right. in your mm-hmm. fixing. Yeah. And I think that that sometimes is mis- mistaken. Mm-hmm. The last word is redeemed. Ooh. Ooh. Do you like how I, I like make that, that fancy? I really like that. That's really <laughs> nice. It's a verb. Mm-hmm. Um, compensate for the faults or bad aspects of something. Mm. Do something that compensates for poor past performance or behavior. That's Jesus for sure for me. Atone or make amends for. Save from sin, error, or evil. He was a sinner redeemed by the grace of God. That would be moi. Um, Gain or regain possession of something in exchange for payment. So that's more of a financial redemption, Mm -hmm. like you pay off your mortgage. Um, Mm -hmm. Fulfill or carry out. Mm. Buy the freedom of. Pay the necessary money to clear a debt exchange i feel like that's true a coupon voucher or training stamp for merchandise i don't agree with that part. i do think that i have been redeemed and i have been exchanged mm-hmm. that god took my brokenness and gave me a beautiful savior so yeah redeemed i think probably atone or make amends for mm-hmm. compensation we cannot we can't compensate only Christ can so I think that's important I think of that story in the Bible Ruth and Boaz Mm. you know Boaz was her kinsman redeemer like he bought her you know he was like the next in line to be able to and so he was her covering he was her protector he was Mm. her you know and him marrying her he he protected her from being not having food and and maybe being taken advantage by the by the other men and so I like like that's what the Lord's done for us. He's mm-hmm. He bought us back. He saved us. He's our protector. He's mm-hmm. our covering. Yeah. <clears throat> that debt, that yeah. debt, paying off a debt, paying off, you know, that is what we are. We're, we're debtors that have been paid off like by somebody else, not our own, not our own striving, mm-hmm. not our own. There's an amount of humility mm-hmm. sure. in the word redeemed for me. Like when I think of being something being redeemed, it means that it was messy and now it's not as messy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't do anything to make it not, not messy. I did for for reals. Mm. I am the mess. I am the mess. I am the messiness. <laughs> you cleaned me up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of. I often think of Ruth and Boaz as well. That like that beautiful example of and. And in that, I mean, he did buy her. And the thing that's so funny is that that could go so differently, right? Like Mm -hmm. when we think of buying something, a human or possession, like there's a sense of better and least. And Mm -hmm. like, and that's not how Boaz treated Ruth. He made her, he adored her and loved her and cherished her and took such good care of her, even though he bought her. And that's not what we often think about, you know, like it's usually there's this amount of humility if you know if someone or maybe I'll just speak for myself like if someone helped me out of like 
even something as silly as paying it forward. If someone bought my coffee in a line, I feel an amount of shame in that. Like, oh, I could have done it. I could mm-hmm. I could have bought my own coffee. Like, you know, you know instead of receiving mm-hmm. that right. as mm-hmm. a sweetness, I have this like, oh, well, I, I'm good. You don't have to do that. Or and now s- I'm in debt to you. Or I'm in debt to you. Or, oh, I better pay it forward to the next person instead of seeing it as a beautiful gift mm-hmm. that it is. And I think that sometimes my struggle in my salvation is mm-hmm. I'm always trying to redeem myself and not allowing myself to be redeemed by God. I'm always trying to polish myself up to be mm-hmm. worth it, mm-hmm. which is impossible. Yeah, I love, I don't think you said the word rescued, but I, I think of rescued when I hear the word redeemed and, and also the, even the, even the financial transaction, like mm-hmm. that, like Jesus paying the ultimate price mm-hmm. for our sin and paying that debt. Um, and I, I just think one of the reasons why we wanted that in our title is like permanently is because that's like the heart posture that we always want to mm. come from is that, yes, we are a raw, hot, mama bear mess a lot of the time all three of us and we're still in the throes of trying to figure out mothering and wifing and being a woman uh an increasingly weird world and (laughs) and um but that it doesn't really matter how messy we are like Mm -hmm. we have been rescued we're permanently rescued you can't get unrescued um to that thankfully and just, to, I mean, I am now in a place where I, and I hope it stays for the rest of my life, where I actually just love a big surprise and I love being rescued. And you guys already know that the, my heart posture with my husband has been that from day one. Like, mm-hmm. help me. I'm, I'm the damsel in distress. Like, I can be a really confident woman when I'm on my own or when I'm mothering or when I'm business women womaning mm-hmm. when I'm all the other things but as soon as I'm with my hubby I'm just like help <laughs> and and I kind of love that I, I, I realize this is going to be offensive to a lot of people and I really don't care so but like I love being taken care of I actually love you know being kind of scooped up and and I love a good surprise and I love like a a sweet sort of like Cinderella story mm-hmm. where it's like you're being rescued mm-hmm. essentially. And the, the ultimate rescue story is mm-hmm. Jesus rescuing me. And I was like, no matter what happens or like what disappointments I have in my life or mm-hmm. like what I'm waiting for as big surprises, God has already given me the best surprise, the best yeah. rescue story, the best mm-hmm. gift. And I already have a home that I'm going to know that I'm going home to and a, and a brand new body waiting for me and all the things that like he's doing all of that. There's nothing I can do for any of that. And right now it's like we can just live in like this permanent state of excitement that we are that loved, that we mm-hmm. are redeemed, that we are rescued no matter how much we fall apart here on earth, no matter how big the mistakes are that we make no bad no matter what a hot mess or you know whatever our brains are or not doing on a certain day mm-hmm. and none of that matters to him and it's so it's so permanent it's so like it's so once no it's matter done what. it's done and you and no matter what right 
it stays, which I love. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's um, one of the, the ones I looked at, uh, Merriam-Webster, and and they said, which I thought was so beautiful, is clear. I just love that word, like clear. You, mm-hmm. Like we're clear to to grow and to change. Like we don't have to worry. It's that same thing. It's like it's not it's clear. Our, our path is clear. Our salvation is clear. Our knowledge is clear. Like he's in his, like, it's not, not messy, but we know the answer is clear. Mm-hmm. There's, you so know, there's safety in that. And there is like, there's something. So when I saw that free of consequences, mm. you know, like we're, we're in the clear We're you know, yeah. like there's something cause I feel like a lot of times in this world, in this weird, crazy world that keeps changing, you know, everything can feel so muddled and mm-hmm. murky. Murky, yes. And so to know that it is clear, mm-hmm. our purpose so is clear, our 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 strength is clear. Like when we can get so easily, I can get so easily caught up in the murkiness and the into yeah. window and the all the little bits and pieces of this and that. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it is clear. Mm, that's good the path is clear and so that's kind of what I think our podcast is we're we're raw we're 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 not we're not polished we're not polished (laughs) we're an unfinished hem we are definitely an unfinished hem (laughs) we're an unfinished hem we're honest and real and vulnerable and we know the path is clear for us so like if we can know the path is clear (laughs) (laughs) that's right yes <laughs> There's hope for you. There's hope for you. Well, and I guess that's the thing. Like, I'm hoping that as at this next season of our podcast, that as we go and deal with each of the topics and the murkiness of that, at the end, it's always clear. Mm-hmm. It's clear to each other. It's clear to our audience. Mm-hmm. It's clear for ourselves that we help each other see the clear path, you know, because life is really murky. And so mm-hmm. it is very easy to get caught up in the murkiness of it and that's what sisterhood is that's what Mm. fellowship is that's what community is it's to clear up the murkiness or to link arms in the murkiness and be like we're gonna we can get through this right like going through a going upstream through a crowd you know you hold Mm. on to each other and one just makes a clear path and the rest of us just waddle behind (laughs) and that's it's kind of us like jesus Mm -hmm. is our clear path and we're just waddling behind (laughs) and that brings hope and peace and joy yeah in the midst of all the messy so good. That's a good place to end. Yeah, it is. Thank Welcome you. to our new season. Welcome <laughs> to our new season. Google, how do you say salve? What? It's, it's S-A-L-V-E. Hang on. Salve. Do you pronounce the L in salve? In some parts of the world, people pronounce salve the way it's spelled, but in the U.S., the current pronunciation has a silent L. Wow. So that would be save. That would be salve. Sav. Save has an E on the end. Well, so does so Sal. So doesn't Sal. So if you take, Sav. if that, okay, but S-A-L, I'm a kindergarten teacher. I'm saying if you take away the L, then if it's silent, then it's S-A-V-E. Save. Let's see if Well, I, I have always said solve, like this okay. first one. That's done. Yes, yeah, so me too. Solve. Tomato, tomato. So, well, so you're like British and elegant. And oh! oh. Always known. <laughs> She's always known. <laughs> always known. 
<laughs> <laughs> a misfit here in America. <laughs>